Hi, everybody. We're defeated. <laughs> so, Welcome to Guys into Robots. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah it's, we're reversing it this week. That's right. Um, we're just doing a little feed drop because Genevieve is out of town. And um, we decided to watch uh, GoBots Rise of the Rock Lords. Movie's so boring, I can't remember the title. Is it Rise of the Rock Lords or Battle of the Rock Lords? Is it Rise, Battle, or Attack? Hold on. <laughs> we have it's, to Google it's battle, it. battle, as I suspected. Okay, it's Battle. Um, so, here's what we're gonna do, everybody. We're gonna vent a little bit about, uh, um about this movie and then we're gonna go into our little secret segment that jordan doesn't know about yet all right okay. so uh jordan do you have anything you want to say about battle of the rock lords well here's the thing right for context for the for the listen for the listeners at home um, oh, yeah, context <laughs> uh GoBots are a transformers knockoff series um that yes although GoBots came out first technically the that's TV, right the but yeah, they were developed independently at the same time. Regardless, they're, they're they developed were independently at the same time by Tonka, um, mm -hmm. and the television arm of the franchise is Hanna Barbera. Um, yeah. So what we are watching, what we have watched, uh, what we have projected ourselves to, is the second uh, GoBot film um, that. It features the characters from the television program. Um, so the the go the GoBots. The television program is... of of uh, that involves the GoBots. So you're going. So we just subjected ourselves to a lot of a lot of different characters, and a lot of different factions, um, and we just sort of threw ourselves right in, right into the middle of it. So we are as lost as you are when it comes and to figuring out if you choose to watch this movie uh, as well, we are as lost as you are in terms of sussing out the character dynamics and and like what the fuck and like all the what the fuck. And if you are one of the like seven gobot fans, I know you're out there. You just you may just not want to listen to this one. You might want to skip this one, chief. Because we're gonna be very mean to the thing that you like. Fuck me, this movie. This movie is. This. It is. It took me three days to watch this movie. Yo. <laughs> it took me. It took me two. I watched it in thirty-minute chunks over the course of three days, and to retain interest, do you know what I did? To, to satisfy uh, my inability to sit down and watch this movie, uh, I played with Transformers while I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> that is devastating. That is a devastating blow to the GoBots. I'll tell you what I did. Um, mm -hmm. I, um, I watched, I believe, the first, uh, the first 30 minutes, I believe, uh, yesterday. Um, mm -hmm. And then I came back to it today. I got about 15 minutes in before my eyes started to glaze over. Um, and so I watched 
Lady Knight the Brave's uh, hour-long video essay about Miss Fisher's mysteries, um, and then, and then I came, and then I came back to it. Um, I mean, I said I watched it in thirty-minute segments. What I mean is, I watched it in five-minute segments over three days while watching shit in between. <laughs> what did you watch in? What did you watch in between? I don't know, man. Just anything that wasn't Go Batsy <laughs> Battle of the Rock Lords. I think I watched a Brian David Gilbert video. I think I watched Thu Adams review Transformers. Okay, but let's actually like. I really want to hear like like why do you think like this is so egregiously bad? I have my own theories, but I want to hear. I think I want to hear why it's so bad to you. When I was describing it to my friend Griffin, um, who. I do another podcast with called The Pooh Crew. Go check it out. We're on all podcasting platforms. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I was talking to my friend Griffin about it, I said it felt like a 21-minute episode of Transformers that got stretched to one hour and a half. <laughs> and to fill it, they had to fill it with bullshit. <laughs> and by that, I mean a lot. A lot of talking about rocks. And a lot of talking about computers that don't exist. And a lot of flying through space. And and also just nothing. I think they put some nothing in there at some points. Okay. Um, I, I feel like that's not... <sighs> One of my favorite films of all time is Totoro. My, my Neighbor Totoro. And one could argue that that movie has a lot of nothing in it. And I kind of love it because of that. But, like, it makes up for it in, like, beautiful eye-catching animation, in its music, in its characters when they are on screen. Like, um, but, like, it'll do stuff, like, hold on a, uh like kind of like just a a scenery for like maybe 10 seconds or like hold um on something for a while uh or just hold on a character's face for maybe like five seconds gobots will just talk about uh fucking repairs for three minutes there was like five different points in this movie where they talked about repairing stuff so okay, so you think that it's that that the problems are are pa- are pacing based? I would say it. Yeah, I okay. would. <laughs> yeah, Here's I would. I would. S- mm-hmm. I don't believe the. To me personally, the problems aren't with pacing. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is methodology. Okay. I think that this story. I think that their method of telling this story is 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 poor. I think it's poor. I think it's poorly executed. Conceptually, I under I understand what's happening. There is this new um, there. There is a planet of rock beings. There's a there's a there's a MacGuffin. There's uh there there's jockeying for a kind of power. Whatever, it's Dougal. Um, and then, I understand this. The way they go about it, 
and it's, it's a little bit to your point. There's t there's too much talking. There's too much dialogue for it to actually feel like we're in an atmosphere of high stakes action. Mm -hmm. And there's talking over one another. And there's talking in extraordinarily loud voices. And most of the characters are incredibly loud. I mean, this is some of the worst audio mixing I've ever experienced in a film. It's also, like, yeah, I would agree with you because there's nothing I would actually legitimately say. It, well, I believe the pacing is not is bad, but the, um, and I know what you're saying is you're not saying it has good pacing, but. Um, no, I, I, it, it suffers from some really, really poor, like you you said bullshit i would call it more like it's there's a lot of contrivances to mm -hmm. to, to stretch things out but, um, but there is there's very little like actually what like if like um if like fucking watch mojo or like cinema sins was doing like a what's wrong with this movie there's very little of like those like really like nitpicky things wrong with this movie no it's a very straightforward movie GoBots go to Rock Planet to help out Rock Bots. <laughs> yes, and, and they learn to overcome, and the prejudices that they have against the robots of Earth are solved. And there are good GoBots, and there are bad. There are bad GoBots. There are renegades. And by the way, let me clarify. I'm not saying that the cinnamon Cinema Sins rubric is what we should be grading by here. I'm just saying that like. As for, like, what someone, what your average person might point out with what's wrong with a movie, there's very little. No. Story-wise, we're on a straight track. It's not a roller mm -hmm. coaster, right? This is a monorail. Mm-hmm. We are um, at one pace throughout the entire movie, and it is not action. It is very, very, it is very leisurely. Um, and yet, it is supposed to be an action movie, right? <laughs> That's the thing. When you make the Totoro comparison, which, by the way, it's, it's hysterical to me that you've compared this movie to the Japanese animation masterpiece, uh, one of your, one of your I favorite mean... movies, as you've said. But, 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 I'll, 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 but I do agree, right? When, when there is a moment, and I wouldn't even call it a, a moment of nothing that happens in Totoro. I would say that it's purely a moment of... Um, it's a moment of atmosphere uh, because mm -hmm. it's a movie that's very, very indebted to Japanese principles of distilling the mundane into the beautiful and finding and finding beauty in the mundane. Um, mm -hmm. So atmospherically, those things are there. But when the atmosphere that is being conveyed, and again, it's purely through dialogue that there is a sense of action, a sense of danger, a sense of stakes. It can't be it can't be executed like this. You know what, David? This would make a fantastic audio play. If you cut not a Yeah. I think if you cut some stuff and shortened it, I think it would make an interesting like audio play. Hell, I mean that wasn't even that wasn't even not a thing back in the eighties. I know there was like a release of in like an audio version of the Transformers movie, I believe. If if they uh, had done this as like a story as like a story on cassette, 
I would have been entirely fine with it. Um, yeah. Because also, hey, I, it, it, let's listen. I'm not going to give much to this movie. But I will say there were points where the voice acting impressed me more than I thought it was. Not the sound mixing, but the actual voice acting. I like Nugget. I like Nugget's voice acting. Well, I mean, they got some great celebrity voices. Um, and mm. not distracting ones either. They also got, fun fact, um, I don't know if you saw in the credits, they got Peter Cullen to do some work. Um, as in the voice of Optimus Prime. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do I not know that by heart? Maybe uh, fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> they got him to play a bat. They got him to play like a supporting character uh, in the um, uh, as one of uh, Magmar's um, uh, henchmen, Tombstone, uh, I believe. Um, but, Some of the names are real good. <laughs> um, I like I like Stick and Stones. Stick and Stones isn't isn't bad. Um, I thought. I thought Crasher was called Crusher, um, but that was a um, that was a pronunciation thing. But back to the voice acting. No, you're you're right. Uh, Roddy Mc Roddy McDowell, a fantastic uh, genre film actor who's given who's given great performances uh, in the in, in sci-fi classics of the '60s. Uh, Margot Kidder uh, as uh, as as Solitaire, I think does some. Does does about as well as uh, as well as she's given. Uh, she was the lead role in, or not the lead role, but a key role in the Brian De Palma horror movie Sisters. Definitely recommend that to you, David. Um, and mm. because I know you're you love Brian De Palma, or at least you love Hi Mom. Um, so, mm-hmm. so, so so Sisters is a must. And uh, Telly Savalas, uh, TV's Kojak, um, as <laughs> As Magmar, I, you know, these are these are great performers who who don't feel distracting because of their celebrity caliber. Mm-hmm. And um, wait, what was the name of what was the name of that one renegade uh, girl that was like in charge? Do you know who I'm referring to? The kind of ha- girl. The one with the full lips, yes? Yeah, she turned into a car and she was always being talked to by Psykill. That is, that is Crasher. Uh, iconic. Iconic. Um, Crasher is iconic. I love, I love Crasher. Um, and I thought that Crasher um, was, uh, was just a queer, was a queer-coded male. Um, in the same way of like, um, I don't know why this was like my design reference but like i thought of the main blue meanie from yellow submarine um, i can see that just these nice dark just these dark outline along the eyes and these big full lips i was like oh, okay we're in a blue meanie mode got it uh but uh, i mean they're robots from outer space so you know they they don't have gender that's uh, true. i would i would say i think the packaging on the original toy i bet says she but you know fuck it yeah. <laughs> um you know what? Maybe maybe Crasher is a is a gender fluid icon. Mhm. Uh, they are probably my favorite in the movie, followed by Nugget. I just like Nugget. He was just 
I just liked it more when he was on screen just because his voice was more relaxing to me. No other reason. I texted you during this movie that uh, Scooter makes this film ten times harder than it needs to be. There's... Okay. So, Scooter, uh, voiced by... And, you know, God bless him. God bless Frank Welker. Uh, probably the hardest working man in voice acting. Um, <laughs> yeah. God, lo- God love him. This is a terrible role. This is a thankless role. The entire movie is Scooter either being jealous or whining or mad <laughs> or, or, or bitching or happy and being mean. I, I, it's, oh my God, there's so much damn Scooter. There's so... In, in, in otherwise very, like, serious scenes, the ones where you think they're going to ratchet up the stakes, they keep cutting the scooter, doing bullshit. <laughs> and, this is, and this is what really makes me... I would, and I have this question for you, David. What age... At what age, for you, would you feel that this movie would be acceptable entertainment? I figured that my cutoff would be, like... After age nine, I would have been done with this movie. I would have thrown it out without any question if my parents were having a garage sale. Yeah, you're right. Like, I feel like I could, from what I've seen of the Transformers, I would still probably, like, if I was 12 or, like, 14, I would still probably, like, sit down, watch, like, if I had, like, a cassette tape of a couple episodes, be like, yeah, 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 okay, I'll pop this in. Let's say it's 1995, 97 or something. I'm like, yeah, let's pop in some Transformers episodes. Mm-hmm. I remember these being good. But if, like, someone brought out the uh, GoBots movie, I would be like, nah, I'm, nah. I'd rather just watch. I'd rather just put on a baseball game. <laughs> and you don't like, uh, and, uh, well, you like, you like, you, you like baseball. Okay, I like it. Ba- I like baseball, right? But, I mean, you know, I'd still probably rather watch transformers than baseball well i'd probably go back and forth i don't know this is going in a weird way but yes i agree with you that this and i don't know what makes that distinction where this is not this is not for older people that's what i'm saying it's scooter oh you're saying it's there's also the fact that they do not use any guns not that there needs to be but there is the weird difference that everything shoots out of their hands. Hmm. Um, not that that... Maybe maybe it makes a difference, but, like... Also, the design of the Transformers just feels so much larger than these guys. Well, Scooter is actually human-sized. Scooter is actually, like, human-sized, almost the size of a scooter, someone could say one could say oh scooter is a scooter which is terror which which just makes me like oh, but like leader, so bored leader one is this is a jet and he does not feel as tall as optimus when optimus is like out and about but he does have more of a recognizably like human body than mm-hmm. optimus which is strange also leader one is the laziest name for a character i hate <laughs> that <laughs> you That's hate the, the name worst. leader one. <laughs> That's criminal. Um, what should we name the leader? The leader one? Yeah, what should we name him? <laughs> the leader one. 
<laughs> oh, uh, okay. Sir, are you hung over from last night? It, I, I just don't think this one's gonna do well, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I saw what they were working with over at Hasbro, and I just, I just don't think this is it. Fellas, we're dead in the water here. <laughs> um. I, one could argue that the reason the Transformers did so much better than the GoBots wasn't like particularly because their toys were any better or anything, or, uh, but it. Some argue that just the name Transformers is just such a better name for a bunch of robots that turn into things than GoBots. <laughs> I think the argument can be made. Well, I mean, to uh, to that point. There are very few times where they transform in this one. That is also true. It is weirdly, uh, it is weirdly absent. I think Psykill transforms once and his head is still showing. Psykill oh. transforms once. Pretty sure Scooter transforms maybe maybe twice. Leader one, I think, just once. Um, mm -hmm. Solitaire, not at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Magmar, no, never. Magmar, never. Some The rock ones just fold up into rocks. I will admit, I want a nugget toy. I've looked at the nugget toys, and I do want one. Um, <laughs> hey, can, can did you could you guess that the, uh, the rock lord toys do not go for that much nowadays? Here's, well, they're only for this movie, right? Like... Uh, yes. However... Um, I'm going to use this as a way to segment into our secret segment, Jordan. Guess how um, much the Rock Lord's toys cost? Nope. Uh, what is that? So, if you didn't know, this movie was meant to be the lead-in for a TV show. The Rock Lord's TV is show. This the back oh, this is the backdoor pilot. Yeah, this is the backdoor pilot. Oh, there was okay. There was supposed to be a whole Rock Lord's TV show. Mm-hmm. So, if you will, uh, Jordan, with me, a little bit of role play. Okay. Uh, you work. Uh, all right. You work at the uh, at Netflix's. Um, I don't know. Kids enter kids programming department as sure. a writer, right? Okay. Uh, Mister Netflix busts in your door. Okay. Um, <laughs> and he says, Jordan, the '80s are big right now, and you know the Rock Lords never truly got their show. So we're making the Rock Lords, and you're in charge of, of the scripts. What, what, what are we doing for the Rock Lords Netflix series? She-Ra did great. Voltron did great. We're doing Rock Lords. Okay, so the goal of this segment is for me to, is for me to come up with a pitch for the Rock Lords, for the Rock Lords show that never was. For the Rocklord show, well, for the Rocklord show that never was, or the modern day Netflix Rocklord series. Okay. So. So you don't have to go off of this as a pilot, so I will allow you not to mention the GoBots if you don't want to. Well, I don't think the GoBots have anything, have anything to do with it, right? When you have a backdoor pilot, it's usually a way to, you know, use one franchise to go, in, to go into the spinoff. Um, like like uh, She-Ra and He-Man. 
Uh, like She-Ra like she and He-Man, like, um... Like, they're, like they're, they're doing one with the Nancy with Nancy Drew right now, um, with the character Tom mm. Swift. Um, it's 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 just a it's just a launch pad. It's just it's just an in, it's just an intro. All right, so we're scrapping the GoBots. No scooter, uh, no le no leader one. Uh, mm -hmm. But who who are we dealing with? We're dealing with Boulder. Uh, we're dealing, dealing with Marble. Uh, we'll deal with Solitaire, Magmar, and and Nugget. Um, and nugget. And nugget. Uh, <laughs> and then, are there are there other uh, are there other rock lords in Boulder's command? Yes. I do. I remember their names. No, we're gonna scrap some of those. We're gonna make. I remember stick ones. and stones, and I only remember him because he had two heads. No, no, stick and stones are part of Magmar's group. Oh, sorry, sorry. They're hard to remember, okay? I know Transformers are hard to remember, but they're all rock names. I know. I I know. And and Yeah, it's not it's not good. It, it's bad it's bad writing and and everyone everyone's and everyone is talking and everyone basically delivers things in the same vocal register. Uh, God, there's so much talking. There's a lot there's a lot of talking about rocks. It's also a weird amount of eating rocks. <laughs> <laughs> if i had a nickel every time someone ate rocks in this movie i'd have like five nickels which isn't a lot but it's weird that it happened five times which right? is so confusing to me because like okay but like aren't don't you also transform it to rocks i it also it would be there's... like if, okay the equivalent would be like if you were like if you transformed into a hybrid of beef and man, and if you hybrid beef man roamed around, but then your other fellow hybrid beef man ate, ate beef. He ate ground beef. What, what would you do? What would like, you do? How do you not just accidentally eat part of your friend? How do you not cry? Every time you look at your friend. <laughs> um, also, there is a fossil lord in there somewhere that has like a skull on him, and I'm not even going to touch that. But <laughs> oh, there's a fun fact about the fossil lord. Do you know who he's voiced by? No, who? He is voiced by uh, Vegas comedian Foster Brooks. Uh, Foster Brooks uh, used to appear at uh, Dean Martin roasts, and his bit was that he would pretend to be incredibly drunk. Interesting get for the fossil lord. Yeah, right. Guess you know, you know, get that, get that check, baby boy. Okay, so we got, uh, we got, we got Nugget. We got, uh, we have, we have, we'll, we'll have solitaire. Um. And we'll use we'll use Boulder and we'll use Boulder and Marble, um, because Boulder and Marble are in fact in love. Yes. Well, that well, well, yeah. You're, you, uh, that's ex that's exactly it, David. Uh, that's that's the first plot line, right? Boulder and, Mar and Boulder and Marble, um, they start out as friends, um, and then um, Marble won uh, at the at the very end of the pilot. Um, Marble, uh, using his psychic abilities, sees inside, sees inside Boulder's head, and sees, um, 
and sees a dream of them together. And so uh, Marble... But he doesn't say anything. we got to stretch it out over 10 episodes. Well, that's what, that's, what I'm about, that's what I'm saying, right? Um, Marble sees that, and then, he, and then it, not to address it, because Marble's, you know, more shy than, Bold, than Boulder is, uh, and Boulder doesn't want to, you know, break up anything about, you know, the friendship. And so they sort of dance around the point uh, for all 12 episodes, um, you know. Yeah. Um, also, they gotta be teens, right? Like, they gotta be teens now, because that's what every... Yes, yes, yes. Right. The Rocklord show actually takes place before the events of Battle of Battle of the Rocklords, where, where they are younger. Uh, and mm-hmm. they are, uh, I believe, actually, we're going to do a prologue in the very first episode that is the seismic event that causes everyone to become a rock hybrid. Um, and, uh, and that'll be, the I think, the first... Uh, it'll be the first four minutes, I think, um, and then, and then we're going to wake them up. I think mm, half a year, half a year later. Sp- actually, time doesn't matter in space. Whatever, it's later. Um, it's later. It's later. They wake we don't up. know how long these rock lord, these supposed rock lords live. We have no, we have no concept of it. Maybe they live forever. They don't kill Magmar at the end. Anyway, um, oh, oh, we could have Boulder's dad die, and he has to take over command of the scepter at a young age. You know, you know that could be it, which is why Boulder is afraid to develop strong connections with people because he saw uh, the person that he loved a lot in his life um, uh, pass pass away during the great seismic event. Um, mm-hmm. And after the seismic event is when they discover Nugget, because they talk about Nugget being a robot and not one of these humanoids. Well, that's the thing, right? There's going to be a whole episode in the Netflix series that's like a standalone, like, Nugget origin story, because Nugget originates from before uh, the time of the seismic event. So it's going to be kind of like a, like a Wally homage, um, where we get kind of this sense of, we find out, you know, uh, why Nugget was, why Nugget was built, um, and uh, what the, what Nugget did before the Great Seismic Event, um, and uh, how their how their personality um, kind of developed in this pressure cooker of like needing to be smart, needing needing to move ahead, and then when the Great Seismic Event happens, they find that a lot of their fellow robots. Have pa- have passed away, and so they find the found family in the Rock Lords. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. In the Rock. Um, and that's going to be, I think, episode six. The the uh, the Nugget episode. That's right. Yes. Uh, that's going to be. Uh, uh, that's titled uh, "For a Few Nuggets More." <laughs> uh, um. Uh. All right. Are we? We're gonna have to give Magmar a whole story arc. Right. Well, the thing is, um, Magmar is. We can't Should have we Magmar make... just be a, just be a big bad. Like Magmar has to have something that. Um... Can we make him Boulder's uncle? No, that's very. That's too Lion King. <laughs> we um, just talked about Lion King, David. <laughs> we just we just talked about Lion King and how it's contrived. Um. And also, that's also Hamlet. Um, but anyway, 
I was thinking about making him his uncle, and like he was very good friends with his father, but he really doesn't trust a teenage his teenage his teenage nephew to run shit. Um, Shut up, David! It's the Lion King. <laughs> well, said Scar doesn't trust Mufasa. Anyways, but they develop they develop together. You're oh. right, it is Lion King. Anyways, Lion King. All right, so no uncles. No, no uncle. There are. There's no such thing as an uncle on the Rock Lord planet. No, society <laughs> past the need for for uncle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about this? Um, Magmar. Um, prior to the seismic event, Magmar was weak. Um, mm-hmm. what uh, couldn't 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 catch a break. Um, had a heart, uh, and maybe even wanted to, um, w- wanted to roll with, uh, with, with Boulder's father, uh, and his, and his crew, um, of, uh, of soldiers, because, uh, of course, uh, Boulder comes from a military family, um, actually from a cop family, um, Magmar couldn't, couldn't get into the force, um, and so, and right, because this this is a Netflix show, we have to get in that you know, that kind of limp-wristed liberalism of are the cops bad? Mm, there are bad cops, but not all of them. Um, so, uh, so Magmar couldn't get into the force. The great seismic the great seismic event happens. All of a sudden, he's emboldened with all the strength of of rocks, and now has decided to take to take his revenge um, on the so-called forces of good that uh, excluded him. Previously. Oh, 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 Yes, ooh, David. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, well, first off, I was going to say a little bit of world building. We seem to have a couple of almost clans of rock uh, lords going on mm-hmm. here. Now, in the movie, there was seemed to be like 20 scepters, and I was assuming like each clan had like a scepter. But uh, real quick, fuck that. I'm not making up 20 clans for this show. No. Um, so we got we obviously got the fossil lords yeah. as one group, the rock lords as another. There seems to be some kind of crystalline group from the lady. What was her name? Oh, solitaire. Solitaire. She there. She seemed to be some like some kind of crystalline group. Um, which we can make uh we can make a group. There also seems to be this weird sub-faction of monster rock lords that aren't quite humanoid. Yeah, like, we, more... we saw some dinosaur and, in, and insect ones. Um, do we want Boulder, after he becomes strong, um, do we want those, like, dinosaur... Sorry, Magmar, after he becomes strong, to kind of group up with these monstrous rock lords that may have been normal humans before the Great Seismic Event? <laughs> That's a good question. Well, the thing is that because uh, a lot of a lot of Magmar's henchmen are the monstrous kind, with not as many monstrous kind on Boulder's side. Not that, that is... there are none. There are a couple monster guys on Boulder's side. Well, um, I think well there there are a few right that are on Boulder's side. So I think that there is going to be a moment of con of conflict. Um, I think there's going to be uh, an episode about one of the ones on Boulder's side um, and feeling a degree of, uh, of, tra- of traitorship um, when they see that, you know, the majority of them have gone over to, to Magmar and have been, tr- and have been treated um, with a degree of, of power, of agency, 
Um, mm -hmm. And um, so I think there's going to be this, you know, uh, this moment of reckoning for one of the ones in Boulder's crew of like, you know, am I really doing everything I can um, uh, here with here with Boulder when everyone else, you know, that that uh, that looks like me um, seems to be doing so much better, you know, doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. And and um, yeah, I'm just wondering if what caused that monsterfication, if it was like a certain like group on the planet got monsterfied or like was it just like a, a random a random pull from the hat if you got monsterfied and you woke up from this seismic event with a whole new like kind of group <laughs> that no one knew what to do with yeah that's a good that's a good question because i was really kind of confused about like you know were were all of the rock lords like people before or or did it because uh nugget says that every living thing so i am assuming that there are some animals um uh and even plant life uh that have been <laughs> that have been transformed by the great seismic event um and i guess also it includes robots with art with artificial intelligence whatever um so i think the monsters they all come from maybe they come from this lineage of of hybrid um of of, of hybrid monsters um mm -hmm. who were already kind of being uh ghettoized uh within the society of the of the rock lords even prior to the great seismic event mm -hmm. and that's kind of the group that uh magmar kind of utilizes uh what's the word i'm using looking for extorts no um uh he uh calls from yeah right um and yeah we could have a character that's on specifically on boulder's side knowing there's less of them on boulder's side that mm -hmm. could be like why am i here when everyone who's like me is not <laughs> yeah Ex yeah exactly um, do, I mean, do we know any of the characters in the movie, or should we just come up with a good rock name for someone to d do that? Um, Gravel. Uh, what's good rock names? This could be an, our opportunity to come up with a better rock name. Um, what's the monster-esque kind on Boulder's side that wonders why he's not with his brethren, even though he knows he's doing right? slate slate is good right I like and slate. so then and so then the episode is called a clean slate right we got it we got it we got it so we know that uh boulder we know boulder's dad so what do we got so far boulder's dad died putting mm -hmm. him in charge at a very young age which has put him in a very hard position of feeling like he shouldn't be close to anyone which would be part of his character arc we got um we got his his uh his lover and friend um, his the psychic marble, yes. The psychic marble, uh, who knows that he wants to be closer, and knows that he's holding himself back. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, but also marble is quiet and a bit like shy and doesn't know how to go about that. Mm -hmm. Um, we've got we've got Nugget's whole thing going on, uh, and then we've got Slate's uh, questioning of why he's not with his kind, even though he knows he's doing right. Right. And like he could, he could be like going. There could be like an episode where he like goes out, kind of like on a solo mission to like f try to figure out 
maybe like why everyone is siding with Magmar, and maybe we can get like a perspective of like Magmar, like why the monster kind like side with Magmar. Well, I think it's like, a. I think what happens is there's like a blow up between Slate and Bold and Boulder. Um, you know, uh, Boulder wants to go into into a certain territory. Uh, that but uh, Slate knows that it's very very hostile uh, to monster kind, um, mm-hmm. um, and maybe they're in maybe they're in search of uh, maybe they're in search of a scepter. I don't know, um, but uh, whatever it is, Slate is like, I can't really go into that territory. They don't really they don't really like me. Um, I'm putting my I'm putting myself in danger in a way that you all aren't. Um, mm-hmm. And Boulder mm-hmm. is like, you know, whatever whatever happened to teamwork, whatever happened to. Uh, to a one for all, all for one, and and Slate's like, and then you know, and it has Slate kind of very conflicted about like, yeah, these are the people that I'm that I'm with right now, but there are moments where um, the line is very very clearly drawn between the things that they care about and the things that Slate cares about. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It, yeah. So. And Magmar is really exploring his strength for the first time mm-hmm. after being like, um, should we have moments where he sees that he's hurting people or is this just a story of Magmar's descent continuing nonstop? <laughs> I think it has he's to ju- be this sense of, you know, um, because the only way that you can make Boulder and crew really feel like they're doing something of value as if, you know, if it seems like Magmar has um, has misused the power that he has um, mm-hmm. to demonstrate that Boulder and Co. are doing the right thing with it. Um, and so it's not about Boulder um, trying to destroy Magmar. It's about getting Magmar to see um, um, to see all the good that can that can be done. Uh, with the power uh, gained from the great seismic event. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because Boulder doesn't kill. Yeah. And uh, we also have to... Uh, they're, they're, we can do a whole thing with the fossil lords and then the, the, the crystalline beings, but I, I don't know what we would do with that yet. Um, the fossil lord almost seemed like he was very old, so I would almost have his story be like one of a world crumbling around him. Well, what no I longer... think it would be is that uh, the fossil lord could be the sort of recurring character of uh, this way of being like, um, even you know, even for a character like Slate uh, or for someone on Magmar's side to be like, you know, you think you have no idea like what your history is. Um, but I, but I, but I know, and maybe we kind of reinterpret the fossil lord as a sort of record keeper of sorts, mm-hmm. um, and then we use. I could, uh... and that's how we kind of eke out all of these reveals. Mm-hmm. And I could almost see the fossil lord's like group, almost being like, as a way of bringing him in and out. Um, his his like kind of tribe, the group that he's with, of uh, the fo- uh, of the fossil lords the people that have fossils fused to their bodies now, mm-hmm. almost being nomadic in a way. Right, yes. So- oh, and when they move, oh, and when they move, the fo- the parts of the body look like an actual, like, dinosaur moving from above, because <laughs> it's like a fossil, fossil bits. Mm. Looks like, 
Looks like the skeleton of a dead creature. Oh, so when they move in up. formation, like it looks yeah. like. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And um, so they're these kind of nomadic record keepers mm-hmm. of the land. Um, that also, and if we wanted to give them any character development, we could uh, have them, like, not really understand how to deal with the record keeping of the massive seismic event that turned them all into rock people. Right, <laughs> there's like, certain I, things that even they don't know. Mm-hmm. They definitely don't know what a nugget is. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, and then there's the crystalline beans, which I get. I I mean, fuck. I mean, if we wanted to go simple and plain with it, we could have had. We can have the crystalline beans be the people that used to be like the upper class turned into like literal diamonds. <laughs> and that is very very like that's that, see that's perfect for Netflix cuz it's super super simple and like a 14-year-old can get it. Um mm-hmm. but I feel like we can do because to me I got this sense that Solitaire didn't actually have much to do with like bold with Boulder. Like I felt that there was something that was very very like her concerns didn't seem entirely like his. She seemed almost like she was the leader of another group, yes. another clan, that just agreed with what Boulder was doing and was like, I mean, yeah, we have to stop him, but I don't really know Boulder. Exactly. I just know that he's, I know that he is fighting for the side that I am on, but I don't know him personally. <laughs> so, let me hit, so let me hit you with this. What if the Crystalline clan is an all-female clan in the style of, like, the Mad Max um, um, Sand Dune Mothers? kind of collective um where these were um the um these were these were the spouses of uh of early of early nobility um who when changed by the great seismic event were separated from uh from their former partners and have all banded together uh in this uh quasi lesbian kind of um uh, living community that is entirely functional and does not need the help of the Rockwoods. Uh, yes, down. Good. Um, and then they, and then of course the Rocklords go and visit them, and then you know it's it's like, um, it's like oh, you, um, the Rocklords think that the Crystalline Clan needs their needs their help, but actual, but in actuality, uh, they need the Crystalline Clan's help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It could be, uh, an overarching story of the show could be, uh, Boulder assuming because he came from a high leadership position, his father was like this really strong leader, assuming that after the seismic event that he needs to go to every group and help them rebuild or something. Mm -hmm. And he gets there and like every group is just so much different than anything he could have ever predicted. And that's why eventually in the movie there's such a weak connection and why Magmar has such a strong time of, like, taking over. Because, like, like the nomadic group doesn't want to fuck with him and, like, the crystalline beings definitely don't want to fuck with him. Yeah, we might even want to have this runner of, like, Boulder, like, listening to his father's, like, audio logs on patrol talking about, like, all of the, all of the places that he, that he visited um, in an attempt to get um, this sort of to get like the military recruitment going, um, uh-huh. and then so then the journeys of the, of the father um, are corrected uh, by 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 the son, 
um, by mm -hmm. seeing this new change in attitudes after the event. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, I've been assuming that the um, seismic event uh, has like transformed them and also kind of put uh, them into a hibernation that they wo all woke up from eventually at the same time. That's what I'm saying. Like, right, that first four minutes is the pro is the prologue, and, and then with with the with the event, uh, and then um, um, maybe maybe it's e maybe it's even set to like a cover of landslide or something, um, <laughs> and then uh, and then yes, later um, they 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 awaken from it after the debris has settled. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, this is good. This is good so far. Alright, um, I think that's enough to pitch it to Netflix. So, to Mr. Netflix. Mr. Netflix is good, says, good job, here is your 11.50 for the day. <laughs> Netflix doesn't pay like it used to anymore. Hold up, hold up, you haven't heard my pitch uh, for, uh, for who I want to do, to do the voice of the father. Oh, shit, yeah, go for it. Uh, uh... David Hyde Pierce, who played Niles on Frasier. Wait, he plays who? Niles. Marble? No, Boulder's, Boulder's deceased father, who can only be heard in audio logs. Oh, oh, it's played by David Hyde Pierce. Yes. Oh, okay, 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 perfect, perfect, perfect. Oh. And we get, and we get, <laughs> and then we get that guy who fell off a stage to play Nugget. We're not getting Kelsey Grammer to play Nugget. But wouldn't it make you happy though, knowing that you made Kelsey Grammer play a play a nug play Nugget play a rock man? That's very funny. <laughs> Extremely funny. I do think that Jane Leaves could could play um, uh, um, the new Solitaire, uh, who plays Daphne Moon on Frasier. Yes, I'd be down with that. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I think we can now safely say that we don't we don't ever have to talk about the Rock Lords again if, you, if we don't want to. I mean, we've come up with something that's, like, so much better. <laughs> well, not so much better, but something that's, like, something that makes more sense. Something that will, yeah, something that makes more sense and is actually, like, a, a, a show. Actually a plot. It's actually a story. <laughs> it's actually a story. Um. Oh, God. I'd watch it. I'm sure a bunch, I'd sure there, I'd sure there, uh, someone would make a Reddit off, based off of it once the show was going. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd watch the first episode and uh, I'd probably see some fan art pop up on the TL. Um, and I'd be like, oh, I'm good. I'm glad other people are enjoying it. <laughs> and then, like, so then, like, three months later, people, I'd get like a Twitter thread on the TL that'd be like, um, let's talk about the LGBTQ plus representation in Nef in Netflix Rock Lords. I'd be like, there's there's LGBTQ representation in Netflix Rock Lords. <laughs> Why is there LGBTQ representation in Netflix Rock Lords? So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Not I'm not mad at it. I'm just, just surprised. 
shocked and delighted. And then season two, we have all the rocks boned down. I think, yeah, season two is when it gets, um, uh, as, uh, as I'm fond of saying, uh, it's going to get hot and heavy. Hot and heavy. It's going to turn into lava, baby. All right, bye. bye. I've been David Thorpe. You can find me at one kidatic one on Instagram. I'm signing us off now after that, Jordan. That sounds good. <laughs> Uh, and I've been Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at Elefante Triple One. That's E L E F A N T E Triple One. And be sure to check out all of the other uh, podcasts on the Brunch Sucks Network, including All Systems Argo, the very first episode of which uh, is now up and available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, so there are, uh, it's an extraordinarily wonderful podcast. Both David and I have been on episodes that are sure to come out later. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Get in on the ground floor, baby. Get in um, on this. And um, uh, I usually do the, the podcast uh, rigmarole. Do you want to do it this time? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening to Guys Into Robots. Uh, the little feed drop that we've, that we've got prepared for you. We'll be doing the very next episode of Transformers Generation 1 coming up next month in the meantime please be sure to follow the podcast on instagram at robots into guys and leave a five-star review uh of the show on the podcast app of your choice and be sure to subscribe on the podcast app of your choice so you know when all episodes come your way thank you very much for listening and Do I have, uh, we can't say robots in the guy uh we can't say robots in the guys at the end of this and, and i don't know the i don't know the gobots theme should we just come up with a GoBots theme? Um, I think maybe we should just do the chain by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> you think we should just sing the chain by Fleetwood Mac? No. If you don't love, love me, me now, now, then you you'll never love, love me again. You'll never break the chain. Down in the shadow. <laughs> Bye. Bye.